So, I'm watching Surviving R. Kelly, day two. And I wasn't going to do a recording, I was just going to wait, but these past two episodes have been so crazy and mind-boggling that I have to say something. So I'm on the third episode where they're talking about how they how the tape basically got leaked. And his old bodyguard and his old manager knew about the tapes, even prayed with this nigga. After he lost the tape of him sleeping and peeing on underage girls. And his security guard had the nerve to say if he saw the tape of him peeing, he would have been like, what are you doing? But all the other numerous tapes you saw before that one, you wasn't like, what are you doing? So, it's so many issues to how he's been able to get away with this and why he's been able to get away with this. The first thing is enablers, obviously, like the people who work around him. You know, even the the girl, one of the survivors who was sleeping with him while he was with his wife. Well, one of them, she said they were at the hotel together and she was with his assistant and the wife was with his lawyer or something like that. So it's like continuous enablers. He could not have this system that has been basically bulletproof. Because he, even with a tape, he was found not guilty of child pornography because the girl, the girl's mama, and the girl's uncle all denied to the fact that it was her in the tape. Again, enabling him to be able to do these things. The black community enabled him. My feelings are mad hurt because the time I was falling in love with R. Kelly... This nigga had a tape of him peeing on people. He was still putting out Chocolate Factory. Still put out TP3 Reloaded. I was listening to that shit, watching his music videos and shit in middle school. In high school, when this nigga has been known to be sleeping with underage girls. And it's, it's just, I'm just, my mind is blown. Like... That's all I can continue to say because it's like, how did this continue to go on and nobody say anything, nobody stop him, no charges are made. He keeps, keeps pulling these young black girls from their families and it's like he knows, he has to know that black women are at the bottom of the totem pole. He has to know that because that's all he goes for is black, young black girls who he knows he can abuse who he knows don't have the strength to tell him no because i don't know if y'all peep this r kelly was around the sparkles niece's friend who's not black but he didn't try nothing with her he tried something with the niece and guess what her family enabled him to have sex with her while she was underage somebody was dropping her off i don't blame sparkle i don't blame her I don't blame Sparkle because she even said in her interview, right? She introduced her niece to him and then she pulls up a few days later and she's there by herself with R. Kelly. And she said, oh, I got dropped off. So her parents supported her being around this grown man. Even the other girl, Lisa, who was sleeping with the underage girl and R. Kelly, 
had said that her parents had a relationship with R. Kelly and knew that and knew, you know, not knew that they were sleeping together, but knew that she was spending all this extra time with him. So I don't blame Sparkle because Sparkle came up. She identified her in the video. She testified in court when her own mama, the girl's mother who birthed her, would not identify her in the video. That's why he got off. If your own mama can identify you, how we know that's you? Even the jurors said, he said that the other women who testified, he didn't believe them. He didn't care anything about what they had to say. He just basically ignored them. You want to know why? Because they're black women and we don't get to be victimized. We can't be victims. We're overly sexualized and overly strong and can defend ourselves and don't need no help from nobody to, to, to help defend us. Tie in the... uh white thug who grabbed that mcdonald's worker and thought that he wasn't gonna get handled but he got handled and then when and then when he finally let her go hey none of the men none of her co-workers helped her they were all trying to pull her off of him but in reality he was holding her when he let go of her she let go of him and when she let and when he let go of her he had the nerve to request for her to get fired when he assaulted her in the begin to begin with so again black women are not allowed to be victims period so even with black women coming forth and testifying him during the trial he picked up another victim that's what makes this shit so crazy to me how do you pick up a whole nother victim after your trial of a whole videotape of you sleeping with underage girls Yet you still have the support, not only of the black community, but of young girls who still want to believe in you. They believe that they can fly. They believe in all of the bullshit that you tell them. So they come to you and they search for you and you're the whatever figure that they need in their life. You tell them what they want to hear and they fall right into your lap. It's so sad. And this goes to show you that where are... The people who are supposed to be holding him accountable. And where are the girl's parents in these videos who are just disappearing with this grown ass man? Like a grown ass man? I could never. A, I was scared of my three older brothers. So I never even thought about bringing a dude around until they all moved out. And that didn't happen until I was like 17. So my upbringing was a little bit different. But for these girls who are just disappearing with this man and nobody's caring for them and nobody's watching them and nobody's protecting them. And they become victims. The girl that he picked up after his trial was sexually molested. They bonded over that to the point where she didn't even realize, baby girl, you get sexually molested by this man. He's coercing you into having sex with him because he's R. Kelly and nobody wants to tell him no. That's the goddamn problem. He is human just like everybody else. Tell this nigga no. Tell them, tell this nigga no. And girls also need to understand that men, especially grown men, they usually only want one thing from you. So if he tells you to come over on your bathing suit, boo, he's probably setting you up to have sex with him. If you don't want to have sex with him, then don't go over there. 
But girls get so caught up in, oh, he wants to spend time with me. No, girl, he can spend time with you without you being in a bathing suit. He can spend time with you out in public if that's what he wants to do. But he's coercing you because you don't have the self-esteem. You don't have the guidance. You don't have the care. You don't have the attention. Because, again, the girl that he picked up at the trial said, oh, my mom was was one of those working moms. She didn't know where I was at. It's like, what? My mom was a working mom, too, and she knew where I was at. (laughs) Okay, she knew I was at majority of the times. But at no point was I disappearing with a grown-ass man for days or weeks at a time at 16 years old. So, again... The last mom who went off the at the last episode, who she was like, remember my name? <clears throat> Leave my daughter the fuck alone. That's, I feel like that should be the end of everybody's story, right? Like, my mama came and saved me. It's like, where's everybody's mama? Where are the people who care about you? Where are the people that are looking for you? Why don't they know where you're at? Why are you isolating yourself for this man that you do not know? Because he has money that's good enough for you? That's good enough for you to just drop everybody? So it's like, it's more conversation we should have. Like, yes, I blame Kelly, R. Kelly. Yes, he's an abusive person. Yes, he needs help. Yes, he's a predator. But we also need to have the conversations about why are these young girls falling into this bullshit? Why are these young girls so easily <clears throat> persuaded? Why are they so openly available to uproot their life for a man that they don't even know? Where is the self-value? in them to know that they deserve more than to be isolated by some dude so i always like to play devil's advocate and like to see both sides of the story again r kelly's a predator definitely but he can't be a predator without any prey he can't be a predator without a solid working system that helps him bring in these girls because a lot of these girls said that the the bodyguard his friend, his somebody else, ringed him, bring them in for him. So he's not even really doing the work. He's just a name. He has other people doing the work and putting in the work for him to bring these girls in. So again, he has an enabling team, a solid system with girl with underage girls who don't have the protection, nor do they have the guidance, nor do they have the help of the system working for them like they should be. Cuz again, like one of the one of the people said in the docu series that if these were young white girls getting sexually molested by a black man, this story would be completely different. And if you want to argue with me about that, I would love to have that conversation.